Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now, your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, I want to talk about income taxes. Uh, we've just recently passed the uh, last date that you can pay timely your fourth quarter estimated income taxes. And for those of you who know what I'm talking about is that if you have a job, they take income taxes, Social Security, Medicare out of your paycheck, every paycheck. But if you own a business, you estimate what your profits are going to be and estimate what you owe for taxes and you pay that in on a quarterly basis. And so we've just passed that quarterly basis and I just had to pay my fourth quarter estimated income taxes into the IRS. I got a lot I want to talk about today, but I'm going to start out with this basic concept. I pay a lot of money in taxes, although I get a lot of money back in return because I have real estate, which creates depreciation, which covers some of that income. That income that it covers with the depreciation allows me to get back the income taxes I paid. And you say, well, Dell, why do you even pay them in? Why don't you estimate that you've got the depreciation? And I have a letter here that I want to share with you that's going to explain to you why I don't do that. I estimate as if I'm going to have to pay all the taxes. And I don't estimate as if I could get out of paying the taxes by depreciation. I say, well, why not? Well, let's start with the easiest one. The Democrats are involved. And when the Democrats are in power, there's always the possibility that they're going to change the tax laws. And there was a lot of discussion in the past that they were going to take away depreciation as a deduction. I want to make sure that if they make that kind of a move, that doesn't put me behind the eight ball, right? And I've done that my whole life. I pay it in so I know it's there. So, well, Doug, you could keep that money and invest it and do much better. You're correct. I could. But I'm also 65 years old and I've never missed paying taxes. Sometimes you got to ask yourself, is it worth it? Is it worth the little bit extra profit you could have by not paying the tax man? And I would say and some people would say yes. I'm sure we could find quite a few people who argue that, yeah, you want to give them the least amount you possibly can. On the other hand, there are very conservative people like myself who feel like, okay, we pay it in and then we figure out how to get it back. Now, 
let's go one step even further down the rabbit hole. And that is, I like to, used to like to ask the question in my class, how many people think they pay too much in income taxes? And everybody's hand goes up. Doesn't matter whether you're broke, poor, or rich. You think you're paying too much in taxes. Then I ask, how many people in this room paid $400,000 in income taxes last year? And nobody's hand goes up, except mine. And I say, if you're not paying in at least $400,000 in taxes, you don't have a tax problem. You have an income problem. And that's the reality. Because if you make a million dollars a year, you owe $400,000 in taxes, give or take a few thousand. And, you know, you could say the same thing. How many of you paid $4 million in taxes this year? And there's, nobody raises their hand. And I say, well, I did. But, you know, that's not a tax problem. That's an income problem, right? So when you really look at it, you can you can find people have said things that are like, hey, it's my civic duty to pay my share of the taxes, and you can get arguments on both sides of that. But I'd rather take it down to a much simpler common denominator, and that is I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to get sued by the IRS. I don't want to get in a situation where they come take away my assets for some reason. In other words, I'm going to follow the law. The law says I owe 400000 then I owe 400000 If I can figure out a way that the law says if you do enough depreciation with real estate, you can get that 400000 back, then I'm going to get the 400000 back. Because it's just not worth trying to beat the man. Because you can't beat the man. They're going to win every single time. But remember... The man is also writing the laws. And the laws that the man is writing are protecting the man. So if you learn to use the laws that protect the man from taxes, then you'll protect yourself from taxes. Now, I'm going to go into more of this and who pays taxes and how much they pay and sort of cover that in a little bit. But I got an email here. And sometimes emails, they get under my skin. This one got under my skin. And I don't mean in a mean, malicious way that I don't like the lady that wrote the email to me. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that there's so much commonsensical stuff in this world that it just blows my mind that people don't use common sense. So there's maybe four or five lessons in this email. I'm going to try to get them all out. I can't get them all out in just one segment. I might have to come back and do a little more in the next segment. But I'm just going to read it to you, and I'm going to stop along the way and point out some points. And then we'll come back and figure out how to solve this lady's problem. It says, first of all, help. What do I do now? At 62 years of age, I thought I... By the way, I'm not using the lady's name because I did not ask her for permission to use this. And I have not even written her back. And so I don't know a lot of the details on this email that I would normally know after I had two or three conversations with somebody. But this one, it just, because I was thinking about taxes today, I got this email, it just kind of thumped me in the top of the head here. It says, at 62 years of age, I thought I would own real estate. I thought I would own real estate. I don't really know what that means. Later, she goes on to talk about her house and what it's worth. So I'm assuming she's talking about her personal residence. But first thing I want you to think about is, Owning real estate is not a monolithic thing. There are many, many different types of real estate. I own apartment complexes. I've owned rental houses. I've owned storage units. I've owned grocery stores. I've owned um, business parks. There's lots of different kinds of real estate. They're all different. They all have aspects 
that are different. And to say and to think that you touch a piece of real estate, it's real estate investing, it's not. In addition to that, owning your own personal residence is not real estate investing. It's consumption. So to blame this lady's problem on her personal overconsumption is trying to blame real estate for her own ignorance. It's overconsumption is what it comes down to. So she said, I thought I would own real estate. However, comma, I am two years behind on my property taxes. Now, how do you get two years behind on your property taxes? They're due, you pay them, right? She goes on. Coming up on the third year to be owed. Even though I am now capable of working, I'm now capable of working a full-time job. So even though she's now capable of working a full-time job, she still can't pay those taxes. Okay? Sounds like she doesn't want to pay the taxes to me. And she's looking for a way to get out of paying taxes. Goes on. By the way, these are property taxes we're talking about. It took too long to recover from injuries and reverse arthritis. And for the life of me, I don't know what reverse arthritis is, unless that's just her abbreviation for the time to reverse the arthritis that came out of the injury. I'm not sure. Okay, so we know she's in pain. She didn't feel like she'd work for two years because she couldn't walk. Do you know how many jobs there are where you just sit there and you don't have to walk? I have phlebitis in my feet. I can't feel the bottom of my feet, so I have no balance. And I got out of the car the other day, and I hit an unstable ground and it spun me around, and I fell down and broke some of my ribs. I'm sitting here in such pain with broken ribs that I can't even breathe. But in no time at all, within a day, I'm back sitting, doing work. I got broken ribs, and I'm doing work. Now more intel to build a better lifestyle from Del Wamsley. It starts with the liberal press. The allowability for these people to bring their cause to front and to fake like their cause is important. That's what the liberal press is doing to you. They're giving them a place to stand and make their case. And we're creatures of habit that we believe if it's important enough to get on the national news, then it's probably right. There's some reverence behind it. And when all of the announcers on these liberal left stations give it credence, it gives it power, and it spreads it. So now the unsuccessful, non-productive, and this is a very important word, non-productive individuals in our society are getting a voice. And they are destroying our world. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Joe Pag Show, tonight at 8 on Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today um, we're discussing taxes, and uh, I started this show off by going over this email that, um, well, really it just sort of hit me backwards, thumped me in the head like, wow, how can people think like this? But people think every which way. There's, I never seem to be amazed the way people think about life. And so when I get on the radio, you know, I just feel like that some groups of people out there need to just hear how common sense works, right? So in this lady... She's 62 years old. It appears from her email that she had had an injury, and she didn't work going on three years, although she says, now I can work. I could go back to work again now. But she hasn't worked. She's going on her third year now. And um, it took her a long time to recover from the injuries and reversed her arthritis. Since I could barely walk, I could not work much the last few years, but you can work. As I was discussing when we went to break, I just broke my ribs and I'm still working. You know, there's no can't work scenario in that type of situation where you injure your legs and you can't walk. You can still do almost everything else, right? Now, out of nowhere, the next sentence just blows my mind. My home is paid off and its value is $480,000. So now, this is leading me to believe in this email that the, the home is the real estate she's talking about owning. At the beginning of the email where she says, I, I thought I, own, I would own real estate. I thought I would own real estate, which is really a statement that doesn't really say much, but I guess now what she's saying is she thought she'd owned her home. And it's paid in full, and it's worth $480,000. So now my head goes back and goes, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Her next sentence says, I need help. Thank you. Please help me. And she gives me her telephone numbers and everything. Like, she needs somebody to tell her what to do. Well, I'm going to tell her and everybody else in this world what to do. And I'm going to tell you in multiple ways what to do. All right, let's start with 
Number one, go back to work and keep working. Find a job that your injuries will not keep you from doing. You could sit at a front desk of a hotel and check people in. You could sit and do accounting. You could sit and write stuff. You could, there's, I could think of a thousand jobs you could do that you don't need to be able to walk much. All right, so well, that's too simple. If you worked, you could have paid your taxes. Number two, let's talk about the $480,000. Why didn't you just get a loan on the house and pull out the $480,000? Well, I'm not working, so I can't get a loan. You can get an asset loan up to 50% of the value of your home just based on the asset. In other words, I'll lend you 240000 because if you don't pay me back, I'll take the house and get a $480,000 house for two hundred forty. So what I'm telling you is not me specifically. I'm not a lender, but there are lenders that think that way, and they go, I'll lend you 50% on the value of your house anytime, anytime, especially a paid-in-full home. So why didn't she do that? And Well, I didn't know about it. Then why are you worrying about it three years later? Why didn't you worry about it year one? Why do people stick their head in the sand and make their problems worse? I don't know. I really don't know. Why is a lady who hasn't had a job for three years living in a $480,000 house? Riddle me that, Batman. Remember my rule? Don't live in a home that costs more than one year's income, or one-year income is zero. She shouldn't own a home. She should sell that home and move into an apartment and have $480,000 and pay off her taxes. Man, that's so easy to see. But her greed, tied to her laziness, it's what's killing her. Her greed to want a house she can't afford and her laziness to go back to work and afford it. Help yourself. Pull that sack off. Look at the light. Let the light get in there and see you don't have the right to own a $480,000 home. You're not working. And a home in and of itself is consumption. It is not an investment. You're consuming a $480,000 asset every day. Using it up using up its taxes, using up its insurance, using up its maintenance and repairs and wearing it out and making it older. Why do you do that and not work? And then wonder why you have problems. Let's take it one step further. Preemptively thinking. What if you would have had the $480,000 out of the house? Let's say you still live in the house. You have a mortgage. So, well, if I can't pay the taxes, I can't pay the mortgage. But what if the $480,000 was invested somewhere and earning you 10 to 15%? Where it's making you anywhere from fifty dollars to $60,000 a year in income. Even though you're not working, you're still making fifty, sixty thousand 60000 a year. You could easily pay the house note, which would be somewhere around 2.5% interest, and the property taxes, and have money left over to live on. Why didn't you do that? Well, I understand that one because you just don't understand 
Real estate investing. I get that. The other ones I don't get. The other ones are dumb as a rock. But I'm thinking if you weren't dumb as a rock, if you'd taken some classes and learned how to do it, thousands of people have come to my course with a paid-in-full piece of real estate because Dave Ramsey told them to pay off their mortgage. Dumbest thing you could ever possibly do is pay off your personal mortgage because that $480,000 is earning you nothing. Nothing at all. That $480,000 should be earning you between 10 and 15% return. It should be out there working for you. That's what it should be doing. So you can go put a mortgage on any home you own at 2.5% interest. If you can make 10 with the money and give back 25 for interest, you're still making 75 Why don't people see that? Why is America that dumb? I don't get it. Hmm. Oh, there's more. If she owned rental real estate, she'd have depreciation. And she would get back income tax return money. Ah, interesting. Also, she would be able to, if she wanted to, because she had income, buy more rent houses. People seem to think that once you get a loan on your home, that's all you can have. Not the case. We'll go over it when we come back. We'll be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're talking about taxes and um, side thought came up I wanted to cover. And that is people think that when you qualify for a home mortgage and they tell you, okay, you're qualified to buy a $200,000 house and then you go buy a $200,000 house that you've used up all your buying power. That's not the case. Because when you buy rental property, the income from the rental property gets added to your personal income, giving you more buying power. So if you do it correctly, if you buy houses at the right prices, 
with enough income to produce excess positive cash flow over the mortgage amount, then you're going to be able to keep buying more real estate. And most people don't understand that until they get into this and start seeing how it really works. So in other words, you go out and buy one house for yourself and you think you've used up your, you know, they told you you could borrow $200,000. Well, you borrowed 200000 to buy the house. Now you go to buy another one, you think, well, I don't have any money available credit left anymore. But the answer is that's not right. It's not true. That new house, they're going to give you credit for the rental income. Now, if the rental income is equal to the mortgage or less, it doesn't do you any good. You're not going to qualify. But if the rental income is above the mortgage, you now have excess positive income and you have the mortgage covered. So you'll qualify for the rental property. So that's why you hear people say, well, I own 40, 50, 100. I think I, the most I ever had was 106 houses at one time and never had any problem getting mortgages. Never had a problem at all because the income was there. And that's all you need to know. All right, so enough with this lady here. We've analyzed her situation well enough. And if you're just now tuning in, you can go back and listen to the podcast. There was quite a few lessons in that. Next, we're going to move on to income taxes. And the thing I thought was interesting is people are always talking about the fact that rich people pay too much in taxes. They pay way more than everybody else. So I'm going to read this little article here. It's just a paragraph or two, and then I'll start to discuss it. It says, as a whole, U.S. tax code remains progressive with higher income taxpayers paying a greater share of their income in taxes. That is true despite the fact that high-income Americans benefit disproportionately from tax breaks, otherwise known as tax expenditures. Major tax expenditures, such as lower rates on capital gains and dividends, deductions for charitable contributions, and deductions for state and local taxes tend to benefit higher-income taxpayers more than lower-income taxpayers. CBO estimates that the top quintile of taxpayers receives 51% of the value of most major tax expenditures, while only 8% goes to the bottom quintile. So, what does that mean? Well, here's a breakdown, and quintile, I believe, is division of five. So instead of a, a quarter, it's a quintile, it's a fifth of the population. And it was it's interesting to me to see what percentage of the overall U.S. taxes are paid by each quintile. So the lowest quintile, poorest people, pay 3% of the total income taxes. So one-fifth of the population only pays 3% of the income taxes. So they pay less than than their share. Second quintile, which would be 20 to 40 percentile, they pay only 8%. So they're really getting out of paying their share. That's a very, very low quintile. The next one is the third quintile, or what they call the middle quintile, which would be 60,000 to 80,000. They're paying 13% of their income. The fourth quintile is 80 to 100,000 is paying 17%, and the fifth quintile, which is over $100,000 a year, is paying 24% of their income. Now, the one percentile, the very top one percentile, is paying 29% of their income. So as you see, these are uh, progressive taxes. In other words, the more you make, the higher percentage you are paying, even though you have all those tax write-offs. Now, I'm in the 42% tax bracket, and I probably end up paying about 30% in taxes after I use all my deductions for all the different business deductions and real estate depreciation deductions and so on and so on and so on, right? 
So I pretty much fit into that one percentile situation, which I am a one percentile ta- income earner. There's no doubt about that. I'm in the one percentile. In fact, I'm probably in the one thousandth percentile. Um, and I don't have those figures in front of me, but I remember one time I looked it up and I was something like that. So the, what am I trying to say from this? I'm saying, don't worry about the taxes you pay. Think of it this way. Would you rather be in the first one, two, or third quintile and get out of paying taxes? Or would you rather be in the top 1% and pay 30% of everything you earn? But you have to make lots and lots of money. I think it's like a million, two million dollars to be in top one percentile, something like that. Wouldn't you rather make a million a year and pay 30% of it away and keep 700000 than to make $100,000 a year and only pay 24%? just doesn't make any sense to me. Why are people so wrapped up about taxes? So then I started thinking about it. I started wondering, hmm, I wonder what those quintiles are. What are the different amounts of money that somebody makes? Uh, That was rather interesting. So I looked that one up. The next one I look up is if you are in the lowest 10% of the population earned income, you're making about $8,700 a year median income. The next one is... 25%, if you're in the lowest 25% quintile, your median income is $23,357. So $24,000 a year, and you're in the second quintile. If you're in the third quintile, which would be the center quintile, which would be the median of the median, the median of everybody, the very center, is $40,712. You guys are getting richer. (laughs) The median went up 12 bucks from 2020. All right, next 75 percentile. Is earning $75,835. And then the 90th percentile, or you're in the lower 90%. You're not in the top 10. You're in the lower 90%. You're in $129,000. And if you're in the 99 percentile, in other words, only 1% of people make more than you do, you're making $365,253 a year. So... To be in, that's 99, to be in the one percentile, you have to make over $360,000. You have to make or $370,000 to be in that top percentile, $370,000. And by the way, that median for rich people went down last year. It went from 365 to 357. So that's an interesting note. 2021 is actually lower than 2020. So, you know, you figure yourself where you're at. When you make a million dollars a year, you're definitely in the one percentile. Like I said, if you make 400000 a year, you're in the one percentile. And like I said, if you keep going up and you make a million dollars a year, you're in probably the tenth of a percentile, a tenth of one percentile. Then you get to a hundredth of one percentile, and then you get to a thousandth of one percentile. And, you know, what gets me is that there's like 400,000 billionaires in the country. Can you even believe that? 400,000 billionaires, not millionaires, billionaires. I heard that number somewhere and it just blew my mind. I read it somewhere and I just go, geez, I hope I'm remembering that right. But, you know, the bottom line is what I'm trying to get to you is that you don't have a tax problem, people. You've got an income problem. Your problem is you're not making anywhere near the money that successful people make. Even if you think making $100,000 a year is successful, and I had a conversation with my daughter's husband, and he was very proud that he made a little over $100,000 a year. And he said, hey, I got a great business. I'm making, you know, this amount of money, and I'm happy with myself. I'm thinking, okay, I get it. 
I thought $100,000 was a lot when I didn't make it also. It's not just the money, it's the lifestyle. Here's Dell Wamsley. The average person retires with $63,000 total asset at their retirement age. Now, if you retire younger, the average person in 30s is 30 year old has about 45,000 saved up and they're saying here if you're in your 20s you probably only have about 16,000 saved up. So you can see what's happening going from 16 at 20 to 45 at 30 to 63 by age 40 in 40s, yeah. So, you know, what do you save up to maybe? $100,000 by the time? And I looked down there and said, okay, what is the average age the person retires? And it's interesting, it caught my eyes that uh, it depends where you live. Like in uh, Washington, D.C., the average person doesn't retire until they're 67 years old. <laughs> if you live in another part of the country, the average time is 61 years old. But it goes on here and it says, but interestingly enough, although the average retirement age is 62 years of age, 64% of Americans retire between ages 55 and 65. In other words, most people retire after they're 55, right? Sometime before they're 65. That's the real crux. 64% of all the people fall into that category. What I'm trying to tell you is not at Lifestyles. At Lifestyles, the average person retires about three years to five years after they start doing this stuff. Now add that three to five years to whatever age you are and that's it. We've got kids that came here that were able to live off their passive income by the time they're 30 years of age, they could retire. I did it when I was 34. We'll be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Today, uh, we've been talking about taxes and common sense. And I want to leave you here in this last segment with a couple pieces, review pieces. And the first one is on the letter that um, the lady sent me. Again, I have no ill will towards that lady. I just think it's interesting that people don't use common sense. And I wonder how many problems people have and how poor people are or how they struggle their whole life to want to retire and can't because they're not using common sense. There's an old saying, the most least common of all things is common sense. So maybe I'm just speaking into the wind, right? The second thing I want you to understand is that I talk about money all the time. I talk about mine. And the reason I do is not because I want you to know how much I make or to brag or to impress you or anything like that. The reason I talk about my money is because nobody at my tax bracket and my wealth level will tell you what they make. Nobody will tell you how they make it. Nobody is going to be honest to you to let you know that while they're trying to teach you an idea that will only make you a couple hundred dollars a month, they're making millions of dollars a month sometimes. And they don't want you to know that. And I'm just trying to tell you, look, I've been everywhere along that income line from working for $600 a month as an assistant manager in a finance company, which is, you know, nothing, sub $2 for minimum wage type thing. I worked at a health club for $2.75 an hour. I've done it all. I've driven trucks. Uh, just thinking about all the crazy jobs I've had in my life. But the bottom line is, is that I have this insatiable urge to learn new stuff and to search out new possibilities. But this intolerable desire to avoid losing what I've already got. 
And so I start always with rule one, don't lose money. And so you say, why do you pay your taxes on time and in advance? Because I don't want the problems that come with not paying your taxes. There's no quality of life tied to trying to break the law. There's no quality. And people go, not paying taxes and break the law. Hey, look, I've got a multimillionaire list next to me. And she basically steals money from the IRS. She At her businesses, they collect cash for the stuff they sell. And she comes out of there with a wad of cash every day, and she pays for all of her dinners, all of her gas for automobiles, whatever else, all of her jewelry, all of her fun stuff, all of her play comes out of that cash. She doesn't pay taxes on it. She's cheating the IRS. So the bottom line is, I, I talked to her about it, and she's just like, uh, well, you know, and, and, and she has employees, and she's taught her employees to do that. That is the way they live their life. And someday it's going to catch up to you if you live your life that way. For example, one thing I see happen all the time is that people who don't pay in for the income taxes end up not being able to get mortgages because they're not showing you income. Now, this particular lady has plenty of income. I'm sure she's showing still. That's not a problem for her. But for other people at the bottom of the of the food chain, they see these rich people at the top try to cheat their way out of paying taxes, and they think, okay, that's the way I'm going to make it. I know people that will not work for you unless you pay them cash under the table. Literally. That's the only way to work. And I see it all the time. So what I'm trying to say to you is the quality of life, to be able to sleep each day, to know you've paid your taxes, shouldn't be one of your problems in your life that you have to write Del Wamsley about. Hey, I haven't paid my taxes. What do I do? Pay your darn taxes. But last and not least, taxes should not be a problem for you because you should have so much money you don't mind paying taxes. That's really what it comes down to. I notice that a lot of people live in California, and I'm always asking the question, why would you live in California and pay 12% more personal state income tax than I pay? just for the right to live there. And when you go to California, you kind of get it. It's beautiful there. The weather's beautiful. The scenery's beautiful. And people say, you know, I just I can give up 12%. And really rich people can afford to give up that extra 12%. They don't really care. Especially when you used to be able to take that taxes off of your federal income taxes. So, in fact, they really didn't even pay it. But Trump changed that to where they have to pay it now. But the point is, is that if you're wealthy enough, taxes won't bother you. Property taxes won't, sales taxes won't, excise taxes won't. Heck, I know a tax I'd really like to embrace, yacht tax. <laughs> they tax yachts extremely heavy. I would love to have that problem to be buying a you know four or five million dollar yacht and have to pay a million dollars in taxes on it. Oh my gosh, that would be so terrible. Unfortunately, I don't have that problem. I don't have the yacht tax. I don't have the airplane tax. Because I'm not so wealthy that I can afford to throw away millions on those kinds of toys yet. Maybe never will. Luckily for me, I don't have a lot of desire for those kinds of toys. But I'll tell you what, I'd be a fool if I would admit if I could get one for free, would I take a plane or a yacht? You bet I would. If it didn't cost me, you bet I would. I just believe that my money invested in other things is way more valuable to me at this point in my life. But man... Don't ever believe that you don't want something just because you don't want it. You don't want something because you know you can't have it. That's the reality. 
And when you realize that, then you realize that you can be happy where you're at. But you should always be trying to move further along, further up the financial bracket ladder. Because it's not the money, it's the quality of life runs into the wall at some point that the quality of life is more expensive the better it is in most cases. Del Wamsley on how to live the lifestyle. Whether you believe that being wealthy has to do with producing results or not, you have to realize that all money comes from servicing other people. It's either producing an asset for them, producing a product for them, or giving them a service, providing service. That's the only reason somebody would pay you. That's the only way you earn money is people give it to you, other than governmental taxation of some form. But if you go back to the rich people that are billionaires, they've found out how to give people more benefit. So you say, why does a football player get paid $40 million a year? Well, because on any given Sunday, you've got 20 million people watching that game. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.